Hi, welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Wolf. I'm Elise Bogus. This is Emmett Bogus. Hi. And we don't have Lucy today because she just couldn't make it. So we do not have Lucy for this week's episode. So now we're going on to our dog of the week. It's about Daisy. Daisy is Saint Bernard. Alright. Daisy was rescued at English at England's highest peak. The rescue team had to get Daisy down a 3,000-foot mountain with a 120-pound dog. Daisy was climbing the mountain and collapsed while heading down the mountain of Scaffell Pike and refused to move. Daisy's owners kept giving Daisy water while the team was going to their location. Once the rescue team got there, they gave Daisy treats and pain medicine. The rescue team of 16 had to figure out a way to get Daisy down the mountain. The team got her on a stretcher and proceeded down the mountain. The rescue took over five hours to get to the bottom. Daisy recovered and is now a very happy pup. It is scary that Daisy could not get down the mountain, but now she is safe. St. Bernard is a normally searching rescue dog, but this time Daisy needed help. And did you know that Daisy's rescuers were all wearing masks to stop the spread of COVID-19? Well, they did, and that's and they saved Daisy's life. All right, that was a good story about Daisy. And what do you think about how Daisy just got stuck on a got stuck on a mountain and couldn't get down? Um, it's scary because um. Daisy walked all that way um, going up the mountain and now Daisy like couldn't get down and she must have been like scared, like super scared. Yes, I think Daisy was real, probably really tired and I don't, I think the owners shouldn't have tried to push a dog that far on a mountain because they just took Daisy out randomly and decided I'm going to go on like a really long walk and Daisy's not fit enough that could happen and maybe the rescue team couldn't find a way to get Daisy down then what would happen which would be really scary I mean what do you think about how it took five hours and they had to bring 120 pounds of dog down a mountain on a stretcher with only 16 people um that's hard to do um wait did do they have 16 people? 16 rescue people were trying to save Daisy. Um, and only 16, and they had to try to get Daisy down a mountain on a stretcher over icy lakes and all that. If it was, like, a very steep mountain, what happens if they, like, fell and the dog would, like, go sliding? Oh, that would be scary. And since Daisy and if the rescuers got hurt in any way, Daisy would be in trouble because Daisy can't, prove that he, she can't go the rest of the way on her, on her own. So really, the rescuers are the only thing she had to help her get down the mountain. And this also reminds me, it's kind of less scary, but Maui, she was on a walk, and at one point, she just collapsed at two miles, which is kind of sad because she only got two miles and collapsed. She collapsed on the side of the road and just laid there. And we... Like, we're dragging her, kind of. But she was just, like, on her back on the grass, just laying in the shade, panting, really tired. We just, like, kept pulling her, and then finally she got up. She finished the walk very fully. You remember that, Emmett? Yeah. That was kind of, that was more funny. 
it would be scary having stuck on top. Maui's stuck on top of a mountain. All right, Emmett. What do you think about how, even though the rescuers like, were, were saving Daisy, they still wore masks instead of just like, not because sometimes masks can be hard to keep on when you're trying to do that. Yeah, because sometimes um, you can get like very sweaty and um, like. That would be, it's like impressive how all of them are wearing masks. Yeah, and and what do you think about how St. Bernard's are normally search and rescue dogs? Like in the snow, they dive under after avalanches trying to save people. They find people, but this time people need to, to rescue Daisy instead. Um, like, that's not what they're really meant for, but... They're doing it to, like, help. Yeah. I think Daisy... Daisy is not a search and rescue dog. But if, like, if she was, it would kind of... It would be... I don't think that would happen if she was a search and rescue dog because she would be way more fit and be able to do that. So, I think Daisy... I don't know how high up it is to get to the top of that mountain... But I'm pretty sure it had to be really far for a dog to collapse and not move and had to get carried down on the stretcher. And didn't it say it took five hours? Over five hours. Just to get to the bottom and then they had to like probably check and see if she's okay. And even though you can't see, I'll describe the picture. So there's 16 people, right? They're all wearing red coats, white helmets, and like jeans. And they're usually sitting down on a stretcher. Just looked really, really tired, right? Yeah, and I don't know why they would be wearing jeans like up a huge hill. They might like get super sweaty. Well, I think it's really, really cold because in it, it says it's re- well, in the news thing I read to do this, I read to get this. Um, it said that there were icy lakes that they were going over, which means it had to be cold and not that hot, because I don't think they'd be wearing all that if it was just. Uh, hot summer day, right? Yeah. All right, Emmett, what else do you have to say about this article? Anything else? Um, no. All right, so I I really just am happy that Daisy got rescued, right? Yeah. All right, so that's it for our Dog of the Week. So now we're moving on to our information story of the week. It's called Dogs and Shelters Are Being Saved by COVID-19 Outbreak. But will it be helpful when this is all over? All right, so here it is. Now that everyone in the world is stuck in their homes, people are getting lonely. To solve that problem, people have been getting dogs. Lots of people have been getting their dogs from shelters, so dogs and shelters are being adopted. Since everyone is getting dogs and shelters around the world, Finally, they have very little dogs in their kennels. This is great news for the dogs because around 670,000 dogs die in shelters each year. Now the numbers are dropping. Right now, everything is great dog-wise. But when this pandemic is over and people will not have time to take care of dogs, what will happen? Well, dogs will be abandoned and left on the streets. streets. Then the dogs will go into shelters, but the worst part is the shelters will have no room for all these dogs, and some will have to be some changes. 
Some of these changes will be like giving dogs less time to try to find a home. Some dogs might be left in the streets to fend for themselves. This would be terrible. Dogs would die all because everyone was, is buying dogs right now. Once shelters do not have any room for any more dogs, dogs, things for dogs would get worse. The shelters would run out of money and not be able to clean and feed the dogs, which means that dogs they had been abandoned would be brought into a dirty place where the dogs would starve. Right now, the shelters are celebrating the emptiness in their cages, but wait until this pandemic is over. All we can do is hope that people find a way to keep their dogs after this ends, or things could end up terrible. Luckily, for right now, dogs are all safe and happy in their homes. Okay, Emmett, what do you think about like the good news where everyone's adopting dogs? Um, that's great because then they will have an, um, like something to play with and like they will get their um, like um, energy out. Yeah, it's really, I think it's really good now. Dogs must be really happy because some of those dogs might have been on the streets for a while in the shelters and have been really scared. Like they could like just be in the streets and go through scared things and then they go into shelters and they become really scared because all there is is loud dogs barking. But it must be really helpful for them when they just get to go to their one home. But there's a bad question. What do you think about how people would abandon their dogs when this is over? This is just a prediction I had because people have not, don't have much time right now. They didn't have much time a while ago, so they didn't get dogs. Once the pandemic is over, people will have no time again, and they'll leave the, their dogs on the street. That would be horrible because um, when this um, the COVID nineteen is over, they will they will all be at work and stuff, and they will just not have time to play with it uh, with their dogs. But they would actually have like a lot of time, and yeah, I think like what you said. Like, they, the owners could also be out and just be like, I don't want to abandon this dog. It was too for me. But then the dog wouldn't get a good life, too, because he'd be left alone, like you said. Which is really sad, because, like, the dogs need companions. They'd probably, probably be better off in a shelter. All right, Emmett, what do you think about how people would be like, that changes would have to be made just to keep their dogs because they might have to, because you know how dogs have a certain amount of time in shelters? They would have to cut those down because they needed room for all the dogs coming in. What do you think about that? I have another thing to say about um, when people, when the coronavirus is over. Um, the dog might already like know them very like well and then they like won't want to abandon them and then the person like just brings them back to the shelter. And what was the other question? That you um, how they have to have changes, like in the dogs routine, like the do- in the shelters, there'll have to be changes. Like dogs love less time in the shelter to try to find homes, like those types of things. Um, that would be like. 
I don't really get what you mean. So, it, once, this, once they all go back to their shelters, there'll be too many dogs for shelters to be able to take in. So, they'd have to, like, cut down the numbers because sometimes they let dogs in their house, in their place for a really long time. But they could have to cut their short their time shorter. Like, let's say a shelter gives the dogs two weeks to try to find a home. They might have to cut that down just a week. So, what do you think about, like, that change that would happen? Um, that would be, I think that's actually, like, a good change. But, um... How do you think that's good? That peop- how do you think it's, it's good? not really good, but people could actually, like, the um, shelter owners could, like, bring them into their house for, like, a couple nights and, like, then keep switching off with other dogs. Yeah, but they'd only be able to take one dog at a time, and that just kind of won't work out, which is kind of... And you might just think, oh, people will just tell more people to adopt dogs, which people wouldn't because they, adopt, they most people already adopted dogs and abandoned them. Or they already had, or they just don't want a dog. And if they wanted a dog, they'd have one. So, I don't think that would really work. Alright, Emmett, what do you think about how the dogs would have to be in a dirty place and they would have, because the shelters would have no money and the dogs could, like, they'd have food, but they'd have very little. It would be bad that they wouldn't have a lot of food because what happens if they starve to death? Yeah, and they'll be in a really dirty, dirty place, which is they'd have there'd be diseases, like and they'd all and then people, and like it'd just be really terrible. Yeah, so I think that when that happens, if that when that happens, dogs would get sick, they'd get sick and die, and then you'd just be losing all those dogs. Some dogs would get really hungry, and when you try to try to, or thinking about getting a dog. Most people don't get dogs that are in such terrible conditions and are skinny and sick. Some people do, but lots of people won't. They want to get a healthy dog. And if all the dogs in shelters are sick and starving, they wouldn't be able to get it because it'd be too expensive to pay for all their medical needs, right? Yeah. All right. Emmett, do you have anything else to say about this article? No. All right. That's it for informational story of the week. So now we are moving on to our fiction story of the week. And for this story, we have our first um, fan writing it. It's called Bedtime by Ronnie Hilberg, and he is my uncle, so he's called Uncle Ron. Okay. My name is Cuddles. That is what my owner, Elise, likes to do with me. You see, I am a stuffed animal dog. I'm the color of a golden lab. I love to be hugged and cuddled and be carried around. Most of all, I have a dream that I wish could come true. Then one night I went to bed and the most wonderful thing happened. My dream came true. I woke the next morning and I was licking Elise's face. Elise woke up and said, Carlos, is it? Could it be that you are real? She hugged me and we were so happy. That morning we ran and played I could jump high and spin in the air. I could chase and catch frisbees. I could do all the things that dogs can do. That afternoon, I sat on Elise's lap and took a nap. I was so tired. The rest of the day, I followed Elise around everywhere. 
until it was time for me to go to bed. After relief fell asleep, I thought, wonderful, what a wonderful day it had been. I realized the best part of the day was I was able to give back Elise all the love she always gave to me. I soon fell asleep as my dream faded away. Elise woke up the next morning to find me inanimate and huddled me as usual. I knew that there would be more dreams and more cuddles. We will be so happy. Okay, so we'll start with the quest with the questions that Ronnie requested for me to ask. What do you think will happen in the future? So what will happen in the future for cuddles? Do you think? Um, I think that um, cuddles will have more of the same dreams. Yeah, and then whenever he dreams, it seems that his he becomes a real dog. And every time he dreams, he'll be a real dog. So I think in the future, he'll be a dog way more often, right? Yeah. Could Cuddle's dream come true again and again and again? Um, the dreams, like, could come, um, true could come true, like, again, like, so many times yes i think that that is true because it happened once and i think that it might happen again because it kind of said the story kind of saying if you do what you dream will come true so i think that cuddle's dream will come true again all right all right here's some questions that i'll just be asking emmett what do you think will happen do you uh, do you think that Elise, like, will will have to dream, too, to be able to make Cuddles be a real dog? I don't really know, because if Cuddles just, wait, Elise might have to be in Cuddles' dream to, like, like, yeah, yeah so I think that Elise would have to be in the dream. Yeah, I think they both have to dream for it. So, yeah. I mean, what do you think about if if this keeps happening? Do you think Elise will be able to remember everything that happens? Like um, remember that Cuddles was a dog for her. I think that Elise would like forget, and Cuddles would like remember for like ever. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of what I thought too. And what do you think was going through Cuddle's mind when he realized he could do everything dogs could do, like jump and chase frisbees? He was probably like excited because, like, he was a stuffed animal and then he like turned into a real dog. Yeah, and at the beginning it said like he always had a dream that wish could come true. And that was his dream, so he basically always wanted to be able to do that, which is probably really exciting for him to be able to do that. All right, Emmett, do you have anything else to say about this fiction story? Um, no. Well, I haven't seen else to say except I think this was probably one of our most creative ones because most of ours are normally pretty plain. Right? Yeah. This is probably the most creative and interesting one.
and it was kind of weird how like your name was in it because yeah Granny added my name into the story mm-hmm. all right so that is it for our information and for our fiction story of the week help us find this dog honey honey is a yellow lab her, and her gender male Ariel last seen Brockton MA 02302 neighborhood last seen South Layden Street date last seen June 30th 2020 make sure you go on the look for honey and again she is a yellow lab and for most of our lost dogs if you'd like to see if these dogs are ever found you can go to Paw Boost and let and we can also if you really need to know about a certain dog and if it's fine, you can contact us and we will. So make sure you help us look for dog honey. Okay, so we have a story that we had, and it's not entirely about dogs, but it's about seals, and they are the puppies of the sea. So we were at our beach at Marshfield, and there was a baby seal really, really close to shore. It's laying on its back, chilling out, and then it went under, and then it came up, and it was just feet away from the shore, and then it went onto the beach and just laid on the sand, and it just started to like it's it's it was just like really really small, maybe like two feet long. It was really young. There was no mom nearby, and it just every time the water touched him. He would just run forward away from, he'd like slowly go forward away from the water. And there were circles of people around him, lifeguards. And later that night, he left and went home. I mean, like, what were you thinking when you saw that seal? Or do you have anything more information like to say about what happened with that seal? It was like weird and it was very cute. You're not allowed to touch seals when they wash up on the on the beach, but I really bet wanted to touch it. They reminded me so much of dogs. It was just like, really. Like right now I know, I know why when they're called pups of the sea. And its tail looks um like, it's attached together with like. Yeah, it was really, really funny and cute. We got to go close, but then at one point the lifeguards came and just kind of had everyone back away. Because no, they weren't going to disturb him while he was just sunbathing. And he wasn't injured or anything. But now he's hopefully in the water and not on a beach again, right? Yeah. It would actually be better if an aquarium just came to pick him up. But he seemed fine. I don't know much about seals. But he wasn't with his mother. And if he, I think, like, I think it's a state, um, oh, I think. It would, if the seal's supposed to be there, I'm going to quickly see if seals are supposed to be with their mothers. Okay. So, our seal must be for up to four to six weeks they're meant to. I got this on shared the shore with harbor seal pups so you can learn more there but this one was like over for the six weeks like i think it was like i don't know how big they're supposed to be then but it definitely didn't look like it was that young if like two feet what it meant to be then i i don't know 
But it was whoever, about, like, I think it would have gotten taken in if it was too young to be on its own, right? Yeah, it was like like a small seal too, like really small too seal. And it wasn't. It was just like really small, and it probably it swam like right by people when it was going to the shore. Yeah, and at one point it was when it was like deeper in the water. It just put its head up um to the sky and was just like waiting there. And then it went under and it was close to the beach. And then it got washed up. All right. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Wolf. And remember, you can submit us your fiction stories because we love hearing them and i think this week was really great and you should definitely do it and you can contact us with the descriptions two weeks ago all right so thank you for listening to this week's episode of the weekly wolf bye